Hey, how's it going, everybody? You're listening to another episode of the Super Mercado Brothers Video Game Music Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. This is the podcast where we share and discuss the very best in video game music. My name is Carl Brueggemann. And I'm his brother, Will Brueggemann. And it's time once again for another installment of Favorites with Friends. We're so excited about this episode because we have our good friend, Zach, here on the podcast. Zach, we were joking with you that this is kind of like a mini MAGFest reunion. Yeah. Yeah, the guys for sure, you know. I saw you guys two weeks ago now, and now I'm... This is not long. Oh, please tell me it wasn't that long ago. (laughs) (laughs) And now I'm sort of seeing you again in terms of uh, little pictures on my computer. Digital world, yeah. So Zach... So Zach had a very interesting idea. This is a Favorites with Friends episode. And Zach had an interesting idea to take that idea and do something that we haven't really done before. Typically what we've done on these Favorites episodes is we ask a guest to pick their entire playlist of tracks that mean a lot to them. Maybe something to do with some of their first games or their first game music memories. But Zach had the idea to actually have his own focus on a soundtrack that he was really curious to hear our thoughts and, and have a little bit of a focus on the podcast. So, Zach, why don't you maybe walk us through a little backstory of how you came up with the the idea of this, and what are we focusing on today? Okay, so um, last year you guys did the uh, Xenoblade 1 and 2 soundtracks. Yes, and that was a great episode. Yeah, and in that, I believe that that was a patron request. Yes, it was. And your patron said, just do 1 and 2, not X. And I said, oh, no, you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) I do remember that. And I obliged. I didn't even look into X at all. I didn't listen to a second of it. Yeah, so basically, I yeah, thought... Yeah, but now we learn that whenever Carl's getting paid, he just follows obediently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so you know, I thought, okay, so what could I do with, like, you know, my time to shine? I could do Gus, mm-hmm. I could do Falcom, we could just have fun. But instead, I thought, <laughs> I'm going to make you all listen to a lot of Xenoblade X, because it right. might be my favorite game soundtrack of all time. Wow. wow. Cool, man. Well, no, I'm super excited. Can you also share a little bit um, of backstory? Because it seems from what you've told me that it's a bit of a divisive soundtrack. Yeah. So basically going into X, um, so previously, you know, with with Xenoblade 1 score, you know, that was just like a hodgepodge of like a bunch of who's who in terms of video game music. Right. Um, whereas in with X, they, they like the game itself was going to be something very different from what they have, you know, made before. And so then going into it, they thought, why don't we get, you know, uh, somebody that would be like completely out of left field. So they, Hmm. I believe that the director of the game mentioned that he was a big fan of a man by the name of of Hiroki Samano, who, and so then Samano 
is a TV composer uh, mm. for a lot of anime and also live action shows as well in Japan. Right. Uh, you may know him if you have watched any of like Attack on Titan. Oh, um, cool. He did the music for that series. Uh, Seraph of the End, uh, Blue Exorcist. Okay. A lot of stuff. Like he is a workhorse. But wow. they cool. thought, hey, we like him. Let's have him score a game for us. And this was his first full game and his only full game so far would you say that those developers looking back say that was a mistake or how do what, how do you think <laughs> they feel about that today um i actually think that they're pretty okay with it i know that um i know that they still like it and i know mm-hmm. that and i know that solano loved his time working on this score uh he actually still plays a few of the vocal themes at his concerts that's awesome Oh, well, vocal you know, themes. I, Uh-oh. <laughs> <That> spoiler. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting yeah, oh. that you mentioned Sawano as a TV composer because the, uh, not knowing anything about uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X is my first impression from the piece we played in with, which was a track called Requiem. Uh, At least was the that, English it, translation, yeah. It, it sounded very Western, and it reminded me of something that you would hear on an American TV show. So it's interesting to hear that he's, you know, an anime composer because I guess I have sort of a certain stylistic quality in my mind when I think of, you know, anime composers right. that maybe it's a little bit more broad, a little bit more orchestral kind of uh, big, I guess, of a sound. Um, but there's so many different ways, you know, to skin the cat, but I was surprised at kind of how, uh, it just, it really sounds like something that you'd hear a Western composer doing that sort of modern synth production, very vibey, very atmospheric. I'm excited to dig into the Yeah, this is an interesting experience. Literally, we have heard not a second of the soundtrack. So let's, (laughs) let's take things one track at a time. Zach, I didn't, I did not hate that track. So that's good. Okay. So, and oh, okay, so I actually have a bet going in my mind right now that you guys, as a collective, both you and Will, are going to like thirteen of these and hate seven of them. Ooh, wow! Let's see how wow, close you okay. are. Okay, all right, we'll check in at the end. All right, so it looks like the next track we're going to move on to the translated track title is Code Name Z. Why don't you give us a quick little setup before we play this, Zach? So I actually have this playlist set up to where. I begin with all of sort of the like main themes, the things that play during the major story beats of the game, things that things that you could be considered to be like main themes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we go into the character themes, and then we'll do the battle tracks, and then we'll do the sort of the like world themes when you're out actually playing the game and exploring. All right, let's take a listen to Codename Z, composed by Hiroyuki Sawano.
Wow. We are listening to Codename Z from the game Xenoblade Chronicles X, composed by Hiroyuki Sawano. I really like this track. There is There's so cool. much imagination happening here, and this is incredibly novel approach to the series, but just to video game music in general. Uh, again, it, it's like this wonderful mix of Western and Japanese sensibilities. The production yeah. and, and the quality of all of the individual musical elements that we're hearing is so strong and tasteful and feels like it's really like tapped into sort of like the zeitgeist of modern music production yet the ideas in the kind of grandeur of everything feel up to the sort of epic you know final fantasy type standards of uh, a kind of big rpg score and i really like that mix well i would just i just wanted to make a little point that as is pretty common we're not able to play these full tracks before we have to discuss and there's a lot of great melodic material happening right now. Really strong themes. So I hope this is an indication of more to come. Uh, this Okay, I definitely enjoy this, Zach. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's... And <laughs> and also, as you said, yeah, I mean, you know, since we can't play the full tracks, uh, I'll also say that, like, for those listening who may want to go back and, like, you know, check everything, these tracks don't loop. Like, he just cool. wrote these, like five-minute-long epic pieces for, like, every track. And this is... Wow. This surely is epic. Uh, yeah, it's too bad that overall it sounds like the soundtrack is maybe a little bit uh, divisive and maybe controversial. Some people like it, some people don't. Because uh, this piece of music, I don't know, this is just as epic as a lot of video game music that, that is heralded as, you know, this, like, God of War or, you know, tracks that people gush on. I mean, this is, this is up there with a lot of that epic stuff. Zach, is it going to be uh, ironic if we kind of rag on Breath of the Wild and we end up loving this? <laughs> <laughs> it, it might be a little ironic, but, you know, I'm, I'm still going to say that the jury is out because we have yet to get to the vocal themes. Oh, my God. That is a <laughs> very fair point. Okay. We are now going to move on to... Uh, so the titles I'm looking at today are uh, the translated track titles uh and they're also very very weird it, the original titles looked weird to me but these translated titles look just as weird yeah um <laughs> this is theme x yeah um yeah so uh let, let's just let's just check this out and then you can give maybe a little bit of context once we talk about it sure this is theme x
You guys are listening to Theme X from Xenoblade Chronicles X, composed by Sawano. And I also enjoy this uh, very unique soundscape that Sawano uh, has set up, at least in these two tracks that we've heard. Um, I really enjoy the kind of glitched out, messed up, futuristic electronic drum beat. It's not even drums. Sometimes there are real drums, but other times it's just these really weird noises that are making a beat. I really like how that's underscoring what is really a sweet and sensitive uh, piece of like kind of 90s sounding pop music. Uh, this, This is great. Well, yeah, there's so many things happening in a piece like this. You could sort of dissect the production to death, uh, and it might take a long time just to really analyze and give justice to sort of all of the unique elements that are on display here. It's really Mm -hmm. quite remarkable. Uh, But then I I love the... It's really in line with that concept of eclecticism that we so often talk about when discussing game music as a genre because Mm -hmm. it's this mixture of influences. Carl, you mentioned sort of like a 90s rock or pop sound, and we get that even in the production, the mixture of orchestra with you know distorted guitar with a lot of these more modern electronic music production elements but they all feel organically uh, connected to each other it doesn't feel like a gimmick in the way that you know i don't know some film scores say try to take in an awkward and not so elegant way orchestra with like drum set or rock like it's really tasteful and interesting Mm -hmm. it doesn't sound like anything else i've heard before maybe we haven't heard enough of his anime work (laughs) (laughs) yeah i understand why maybe fans of the series would be shocked by it because it's so different but I really just well. Adore not only the... is it so different from the first game, but it's also so different from what they went with the second game. Right. Yep. Man, this is really cool. It's it's so different. Um, so Zach, what, can you give us some context of this theme X? Sure. Yeah. This is basically the main theme of the game, which is okay. which actually this is harking back to again and again throughout the score in various ways. Um, this also was I believe that this was the first song that he wrote for the game. Okay. Because like he was brought in and then he was shown like a flyover of the world and then he just mm. went back to a studio and knocked this out in about three hours, I think. Wow. Yeah, I definitely hear that sense of inspiration and that kind of spontaneous energy with this. That's that's really cool to hear. I should have known this is the main theme, theme X, but it's <laughs> a strong main theme. Alright, so far I'm I'm a fan of the soundtrack. I'm going to I'm going to, you know, watch my step as I proceed, but uh let's let's keep going. All right. Um Zach, why don't you introduce the next track? Sure. Yeah, this is uh Kaku West uh to Triangle Star Star Kai. Uh no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is what the track title is. Um someone was mm-hmm. a big fan of ciphers in his track titles <laughs> to where he likes fans to try to like figure out what it means. Um but <laughs> Uh, but basically, the best that I the best that I could translate it as is the death of an archaic age. Um, okay. This is actually a track that it's like only played once near the end of the game. But oh wow! It, but it really, really caught me because of uh, what it sort of does. It's just sort of like how it starts and then sort of like what it goes into. Got it. Let's take a listen to the death of an archaic age from Chronicles X.
You guys listening to The Death of an Archaic Age, at least that's the translation from Xenoblade Chronicles X, and yeah, we were just uh, mentioning while, while we were listening to this track, again, such a really surprising mixture of different sounds, sometimes from, you know, thousands of years apart, uh, if you're thinking about, you know, just like old ancient war drums, and then like computer sounds and 80s synth connotations, and <laughs> yeah, it's just a lot of things that I wouldn't ever expect to go together, but you know, he, he's putting them together with such confidence and such grace that you kind of just accept it. Yeah. And you just, yeah, I, I, I'm very much a fan of this piece of music. Well, the thing that's interesting is this is very cool music there. It, it feels really, I don't know, progressive and forward thinking, but it also has this, uh, again, combinations of, of retro influences and everything in here. It's so much more hip than a lot of American kind of film music and uh, yeah, that's absolutely uh, true. Like yeah, television music that's going for a similar kind of thing. So much of that is just really banal and unexceptional, and this is really at different. least so far, you know, in the day, like. I'm kind of going where Sawano takes me because I can tell that he has chops. I can tell that, you know, at least from especially that theme X, he has a great gift for melody. And so when he wants to take these more exploratory wanderings, I'm kind of along for the ride. So, so far, I definitely overall, like he's just he's a wonderful composer, it seems. But a lot of times we talk about um, Japanese composers is like if you had to generalize their strength is in kind of the music composing craft. So the harmonies, the melodies, the heart of the composition. Um, and nowadays, maybe with a lot of more Western composers, it's like when it comes to maybe really having some sort of sense of style, aesthetic, taste, mood, uh, and production, that's maybe where they excel, but maybe always not as much in the like melodic composition craft side of things. But what I'm really struck by with this composer is I feel like he's taking elements from uh, modern film music, like the kind of zimmery, big, heavy, ostinato-driven sound, but mm-hmm. doing it so intelligently and also invigorating all these other elements to it. I'm reminded a little bit of like, you know, uh, the Laputa, Castle in the Sky score has some of those synth elements and those yeah, like for almost sure. minimalist colors. Like you hear that kind of stuff in anime and you hear it in Japanese film music. It's like this great combination of all these different things that maybe you've heard in one form or another, you know, these 80 synths these big modern war drums the orchestra but it's all tied together in a really kind of clever and creative way and yeah i i love it i'm enjoying myself so far all right zach why don't you give us a quick little setup to the next piece of music we're gonna play okay so yeah uh growth fsko uh another <laughs> fantastic title name uh this is sort of the I guess this is like the like villainous theme. This is the theme that plays whenever the villain is making their big monologue about what they're going to do. <laughs> Let's take a listen to Growth FSKO.
You guys are listening to Growth FSKO, which is a villainous theme from Xenoblade Chronicles X. Uh, so, Zach, any more um, thoughts on maybe w- why you brought this particular track in today? Um, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff you had to cut. <laughs> yeah, it sort of is just that, like, I also just... So this was actually, I think, the first trying to push you guys and kind of, like, you know, prodding how much you can take because I know that this hmm. track gets... A little bit of hate just because of sort of like having the synth elements with the guitar and then the orchestra mm-hmm. can be, I think, a little grating on some people. But I mean, personally, uh-huh. I love it. <laughs> yeah, to me, it's not so much grating. It it uh, this track feels a little bit less exceptional than the others in terms of like the music feels a little bit more actually like oh, I've kind of heard this before. Yeah, um, the production is cool and up to those same standards. Uh, I noticed the orchestral elements in this track sounding a little bit more synthy, a little bit more, um, you know, not up to the same level of polish. But again, I like the way he's combining the genres. I still think this has so much more taste than a lot of game soundtracks. It's not my favorite of the day. Uh, There's something a little bit heavy handed maybe about it. Like it's a little Mm -hmm. corny and how epic it's trying to be and how kind (laughs) of cool it is. But it's a very unique thing because it's like I don't hear any other Japanese video game composers doing anything like this. And I don't hear Western composers doing this thing this well so well it's funny I mean, yeah. he's not a video game composer that's maybe why coming from a different uh philosophy different tradition potentially we should mention that zach and stephen kelly did a panel at magfest talking mm-hmm. about the overlap of anime composers and video game composers and how a lot of great game composers worked in anime and vice versa uh and, you know, there are so many wonderful examples, you know, like Kohei Tanaka and Yoko Kano and stuff where it's like, I don't know, there, there seems to be, they seem to be right at home in the video game space. So I, I wouldn't necessarily think of like... So Wano doesn't strike me as someone who is that kind of playing both sides as much. I mean, his style seems to me very apart from what I expect to hear in video games. What do you think, Zach? Yeah, I mean, he, I think that, like, you guys were, 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 like, you know, kind of hit it to where I think a lot of the criticism of his work comes from, he's called a tryhard by a lot of people, Hmm. and where he's always just trying to, I mean, like, you know, sound super cool and epic, and, Hmm. I mean, I, I, I get that, but, I mean, you know, like, I've heard a lot of Hans Zimmer, and it's like, yeah, yeah, (laughs) and, like, he still gets work, so, I mean, you know, there is obviously... (laughs) you know, there is a taste for, and I guess I like him yeah. so much is just because I don't like see anybody else in Japan doing this. Right. Well, and like I said, there's not a lot of people in America doing this as well as he appears to be doing it. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's definitely, he sort of carved out his own market, a very distinctive style. And I think you find whenever yep. anybody is really good at what they're doing and has sort of a singular voice that other people may try to imitate or criticize, you're going to find a lot of pe- strong opinions of someone trying to, oh, he's just this or, oh, he's just that. And right. I think that's almost a sign of someone with a really special ability when they can be divisive like that. Um, even Hans Zimmer, you know, I have my own opinions about him, but clearly he's created an aesthetic that's incredibly appealing and very influential. And there are so many composers that may criticize him, but ultimately end up trying to emulate him, you know? Right. So Zach, you will warn us before we get to a vocal track, right? I will have to warn you. Okay. So we are not quite there yet, but yes, I will warn you. 
The next track we're going to play uh, looks like it's called Shin Piteki or Mysterious is the translation. Mm-hmm. Any other context or is it just going to be a mysterious piece of music? This is this is the first I guess like quiet piece of music. This is the first mm. uh, this is this is the song that plays generally uh, after you complete a quest and I guess the results are very good, very heartwarming. Okay, so finally Sawano can calm down for a second. All right. Yes. <laughs> Let's take a listen to Mysterious. You guys are listening to Mysterious from Xenoblade Chronicles X, and this might be my favorite so far of the day. I think it really encapsulates what I'm impressed with Sawano so far. Particularly for me, what's been wowing me and just like making me scratch my head is his use of drums and percussion. Like the sounds that he chooses for percussion is so weird and unlike anything <laughs> I've really ever heard. I don't know how he makes those decisions, but. Uh, yeah, it, there's always a sense of something that is surprising me in every single one of these tracks so far. There's something that I was not expecting, and luckily so far, it, it, that's been a good thing. Yeah, man, this is really cool stuff. I'm just kind of floored by, I mean, the, again, the mix, like the richness of the melody and harmony and the sort of vulnerability of it is something that you seem to not get you know, in the West these days, uh, in the melody-centric concept, but, like, the production is so cool, and, like, those drums, as you called out, the mixture of, like, electronic glitchy sounds with what sounds like almost hand percussion, uh, it's just such a really unique sound, and even at the beginning, you have the kind of, like, I don't know, very tiny 80 sort of synth keyboard. Yeah. But then you have these really interesting, what almost ends up sounding like steel drum or gamelan mallet sounds very vibey and Yeah, for me, uh, this is the track in to the beat. background. I don't I don't know about you guys, but yeah, this this is gonna be kind of the one that I'm holding a lot of the tracks. Like to. I was saying when we were playing this is if we had done this episode last year some of this music would have been on our greatest hits episode. I mean, I'm, I really feel strongly. You know, what's fun about this episode is that we didn't have to listen to the entire soundtrack. We just got Zach to do that and bring in the (laughs) stuff that he specifically chose, at least those 13 uh, or whatever that you said uh, that you thought we would enjoy. So yeah, thank you for doing all that work. (laughs) 
I'm curious. Sure, have yeah. you have we played any of the ones that you thought we wouldn't like? So far, no. <laughs> <laughs> so far, you're 100 percent right. Your record stands. That's going to be on the battle tracks. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. All right, well, let's move on. We're having a great time. So at least we can say that the first half of this episode, we had a great time. Yeah, right. and now it's going to come crashing down because we're now at the very first vocal track. Oh, no, we had such a good time, Carl, don't Suano. be so negative about it. You, you, I don't <laughs> okay, think I'm going to be open-minded. Work. Let me just say something. Carl, you don't like vocal tracks often because they're really corny and they have bad lyric translation. Oh. Yeah, no, no, I, I have to. I have to say this. I don't like a lot of vocal tracks in video games. It's not that I, most of my favorite music happens to have vocals. So yeah, it's in video games. A lot of times I see it done terribly. So I will be open-minded and I will try to love this. This is So Near, So Far, composed by Hiroyuki Sawano. guys listening to so near so far just a taste this is again composed by Sawano from xenoblade chronicles x the first foray into the dangerous territory of vgm vocal music yeah this is pretty cool um yeah not one of my favorites of the day so far um i was trying to get a handle on on what is happening and how i feel about it i think i probably need some time and i would probably need to listen to this a few times um i was really digging what the band was doing and the overall composition is is good i mean i think Sawano's a great composer from what i've heard so far uh this is a good vocalist um the melody didn't really jump out at me that much it was some of those awkward tendencies i hear with a lot of vocal vgm music where I still feel like this melody wasn't always intended to have a vocalist because she's really rushing through a lot of those lines. Um, And so like rhythmically, some of it felt a little forced to me. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I didn't get that sense with this. I do hear what you're saying a little bit about the melody. It's not like the strongest, most pure vocal melody. I mean, when I think of great songwriting, I think of like, you know... A, a really pure vocal line that's very catchy and memorable. But yeah. I think everything that he's going for here is a little bit more experimental, a little bit on 
the sort of edgier side of things. So I For really sure, yeah. liked the approach here. Like nothing about the melody. This is by no means. Um, and it a swing wasn't. And it miss. didn't fall into the category that I think why you're so negative about video game vocal music is the sort of like tasteless, almost tone deaf, not literal, mm-hmm. but like. Uh, artfully tone deaf of just like <laughs> like the modern yeah. the Smash Ultimate thing where it's just yes. like it's so corny and it's paying no mind to how it's coming across. Yeah, this is. I will say, Zach, I'm pleasantly surprised. It's it's cool track. It's not. I don't really find it cheesy. So that's you could definitely circle this as a oh, W. Oh, just you. you wait. <laughs> <laughs> so Zach, do you want to give maybe a context of this track and maybe what are some of your thoughts on this so near so far? Yeah. So. This is like um, uh, Mika Kobayashi. She's a vocalist who has been working with Solano for the past like 15 years. Oh, wow. Um, cool. She actually has her own band and everything, but like, you know, she'll come in and do some tracks for her, for him as well. Um, mm-hmm. She only speaks Japanese, yet she sings primarily yeah. in English and German. Uh, <laughs> wow. Which is why a lot of the stuff comes off as being as sounding, because I know that like German speakers actually don't understand what she's saying. Oh, uh, yeah. No, it didn't sound like German at all. That's hilarious. Yeah, um, I think she probably has quite a strong accent and maybe isn't using the proper diction or anything. Yeah, I mean, you will hear her singing in in English later, and okay. it sounds pretty just as rough. But <laughs> well, I mean, you know what? I'm actually happy to hear that. I would rather it. I would rather not understand the lyrics. Yeah, because I mean, it sort of is that Solano has this weird like fascination with, I guess, sort of like languages that like aren't Japanese. Because he he actually mm. is. It it's rare for him to write a vocal track in Japanese. It is always like... Well, he might be going through the same experience that, that Carl's saying is that it's like it's almost better to have to use your imagination. There's yeah. a, there's an effect that happens when you hear someone singing a, a piece of vocal music that there's this deeply human origin to it. But when you understand the lyrics, if they're kind of trite and there's nothing to it, it, it eliminates the amount of imagination that a melody can conjure up for you where when you don't understand what's being said, you get that human vocal timbre without the need of like literal lyrical kind of connotations with every part of the piece for sure well i believe we're moving to a field theme because the 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 title of this track that i have in front of me is z15 field it is not a field theme (laughs) (laughs) this is a uh this is this is uh one of the character themes for basically the space elves in the game Okay. All right. So let's let's call it that. Let's call it the Space Elves theme then. Okay. <laughs> From Xenoblade Chronicles X.
You guys are listening to... What did we call this, Zach? What did we decide to call this? The theme of... Uh, I, I guess we can just say that this is the Space Elf theme. <laughs> Perfect. It's very spacey. I really like this music. It... It's, again, it's uh, it's very tasteful, actually. I'm surprised to say that. I mean, the use of vocals here I actually really love because it's just for atmosphere. Um, right. This track really gets my imagination going, and I can kind of just see a bunch of colors and textures and things moving around in my head. And so, yeah, this, well, yeah it I'm, really I'm a fan heightens, of this. It really heightens the music, actually, because it makes it yeah, just it feel does. like music, not like video game music or score necessarily. You know, it feels like... I, I don't know this otherworldly thing like it it um it honestly sounds like something that would fit in like a Star Wars movie like something you'd go into some seedy bar and you hear people singing this weird sort of space music it's great and, uh, the space mixture music. of all of these kind of <laughs> ethnic folk instrument elements with electronic production and a very atmospheric sense yeah. So far, every single track we've played, I've very much enjoyed today. Yeah, I think I would have to agree. So, Zach, are the space elves particularly important in this game? Uh, you actually could probably totally miss her because there's actually just one in the game, and okay. like, and X has, and X is really cool in terms of sort of it, like the party only grows if you actually go out and and find them. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. All right. Well, now we're going to move on to... I have absolutely no idea, but it might be better for you to set these up because these track names are, are doing nothing for me. Yeah. So this is um, Z39 Comical, which is... So <laughs> one thing that I've not really said yet is that is that Salono has a habit of writing two tracks and then just putting them into the same track. Oh. And so, huh. and so the reason why this is that way is because the first track in this track is meant to be sort of the like comic relief theme it's very like seinfeld it has this like really oh, like seinfeld bass and everything going on in it um <laughs> okay but then but this is the second track in the track which is which is more of a laid-back very sweet theme okay let's take a listen to z39 comical This is great. You guys are listening to Z39 Comical. 
Worst part about the soundtrack are uh, is the titles. <laughs> this, is, this is composed by Sawana. He's a great ambient composer too. I mean, his music that is more ambient, like a track like this, where you know it's not really about melodies per se. It's just about like the texture. It's surprisingly entertaining and engaging. Like I, a lot of times I check out from this kind of music, but uh, that did not happen with this. I, I was kind of on board the whole way. Will, what were your thoughts on this track? I completely agree with you, Carl. Like, normally this would not be my genre, but yeah. the thing is there's so much happening um, yeah. to dissect. And maybe it's just because I'm a composer and because I'm a musician that it's like I really feel like I'm like kind of wanting to tap into, oh, what's he doing there? Oh, that's yeah. really unique. What's that sound? But I also feel like that's something that even if you're not aware of like what you're listening to, I still think that level of craft really does help it's kind of like when you're really engrossed in a movie and you suspend your disbelief and you're really just invested in what's happening and you're not thinking about like oh, that was a bad line or that doesn't make sense in the plot if you're being that objective you're probably not being pulled into the spirit of a movie and i feel the same way about music that it's like you don't need any musical training to enjoy a good piece of music but it's like if the composer the songwriter whoever has a certain level of polish or craft or just they have a really great piece of music um at their disposal i think it's something that you can sort of tap into and you can be kind of whisked away into that story or that mood that definitely happened with that track that was that was delightful all right well now we're going to move on to hey an actual track title cool (laughs) this is um that means that the good times are now coming to an end (laughs) oh no this is black tar (laughs) this is um the this is the vocal theme that everybody but me and like two of my friends hates oh gosh okay well you know what i'm still going to be open-minded because so far i have no reason (laughs) to expect to hate it because everything i've heard i've really enjoyed so okay. I'm gonna be open-minded, and we're about it's to your play. Funeral, buddy. I'm about to click black tar. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, yeah, it's terrible. It's really, I hate it. (laughs) Guys, we tried. We tried our best, but it's so bad. We both hate it so much. Um, yeah. Uh, no, I loved it until the rapping came yes, in. Yes, I know. It was so and sad. I don't, I was like, uh, here, I want to make it very clear. I do not <laughs> dislike rap music. This isn't uh, rap. But this I wasn't expecting r- it because it was like yeah, really it, badass the thing rock. Is, 
Yeah, it's it's that's what I don't get. It's not rap. It's rock. Why 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 did he bring in a rapper on this track? Like it's I'm well, sure he sounds like a British fine. rapper. He sounds like a British. Well, yeah. Rapper. I mean, I don't even want to. Yeah, I'm, I don't even want to kind of validate this with a discussion. I mean, it's like it was just a. <laughs> I don't know why. Why would you bring in a rapper on this track? Yeah, this um, definitely <laughs> falls into the category of I see what you're saying earlier, Zach, about like him maybe being a try hard or like really trying to be cool. Because there's right. this like, uh, oh, I'm so hip, like I'm gonna you know put a rapper on this track and it's gonna make it. But it's just like, but to it me, wasn't it's a the rap same track. Feeling. It had nothing it's to do with same, rap. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I, I don't. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with somebody rapping in a song that sounds more rock. But there's just something about it's in Xenoblade Chronicles X. Like, yeah, it has nothing to do with except that. that it's a video game and it's a little bit dorky. Like, it's it just doesn't fit. And it's it by trying to be cool, it's the most uncool thing you could do. It's like. To me, the same way I feel about like video game rap, the way that I feel about like Christian rap. If someone's gonna be rapping about like right. God and Jesus is my savior, yo, yeah. like, it's just like it's so corny and goes against everything that like yeah. I don't know. It's I just I can't. Yeah, on top take it of seriously. all of that, like there's not anything illegal about having a rock song that that has rap in it, but it's like. You just can't ignore the connotations of like bands like Limp Biscuit, you know, bands that tried to combine those two and and I think most people would say it was a swing in the miss. So yeah, that's so depressing that he he fell so fast, so hard today for me. Um, yeah, yeah. Wow, interesting. That's that amazing. Sad. We were listening to it and we were like, "Oh, this is good." Um, no, I like it. This is <laughs> yeah, kind of badass. And then the second the rapping started, I said, "I hate it." <laughs> yep. Yeah, okay, no, Zach. That, what are your thoughts? That was the. I mean. To be honest, I don't hate it, but this could also be Stockholm syndrome because this is mm. the this is the battle thing that plays in every on foot battle. Oh no, uh, that's uh, even granted, worse. <laughs> most battles only take like you know forty seconds, so you know y- you never actually get to the rap part unless oh, well, the battle takes good. a long time, which I think that might be why there's such a lead in. But I mean, he's so the rapper's actually from Georgia, um, <laughs> um, but like. I like it in a in like a weird way, but I mean, like you know, as we've already you know have established amongst you guys that I do have weird tastes, <laughs> and possibly you impossibly could argue bad taste in music. Well, you know, you also I, I think eclectic would be the good word because I mean you've introduced us some some of the best VGM I've heard in a long time. I mean, a lot of that gust stuff, you know, you yeah. were the first person to introduce us to that, so I would say eclectic is a good word. All right, let's just move right along <laughs> from to the that. next vocal track. Okay, the next track we're gonna play is uncontrollable. And it's got to be better than that. So let's. This just, is let's not rap. <laughs> let's hope for that. This is uncontrollable.
So, you guys are listening to oh, Uncontrollable. <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of how I feel right now. I, I can't control myself. Yeah, this, unfortunately, is also very bad. Uh, I don't know what happened with, like, there's so much promise. And also, it was so funny, Zach, how you ordered this playlist. Like, you set yep. it up in a way that, you know, we that's, just felt like we had this. So we were being, I wanted being to get cared the good for. stuff first. Then yeah. you guys hated it in the middle. That was and good. Then, and then we can end it on also some good stuff. Well, yeah, just that, because, <laughs> look, because I, okay. I know that we, <laughs> we need to give a nuanced. Uh, it's not. Uh, it's not like objectively bad music. I, the melodies are not terrible. There's not. The the thing is though is like everything that I liked about the music is like lacking in a track like this. The production. Yeah. Is not as strong. The yeah, mixing the, the on the vocals sound is like weird, really yeah. weird, and they just don't sound of the quality of everything else I've been hearing. Hearing, I don't know, just sung English words when I can understand what the words are. It's just, and then the octave ha- m- melody. Oh, who was that male singer? Oh yeah, uh, the male singer is um, uh, MPI. He's a Japanese guy who lived in New York for two years, and that's how he knows English. Yeah, that sounds about right. That kind I just, of sounds like. It's so corny. I, I don't know. And it's like the worst kind of corny where it's like on the verge of actually being kind of cool. Right. So it almost yeah. falls harder. Where like when I listen to a really, really cheesy song like Supersonic mm-hmm. Racing or something from Sonic R. Right. It's like it's so corny that it's almost cool again. It like comes it's around kind of the like circle. Yeah. Fun. But this hasn't something quite like done this is like so close on the other direction, but doesn't quite make it. So it sort of falls flat yeah. on its face, in my opinion. You know, Zach, I got to thank you for this episode because the, it really it feels like it's like part, you know, half a good episode and then half just like a bad music installment, which is which is a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I still like all of this music, but, you know, I I I get it. I understand <laughs> why people don't like it. But I mean, I've just been listening to so much Solano for like so long like all of his vocal tracks tend to sound like this because he hmm. loves this like late 90s alt rock garbage sound and it's so interesting and i just and i just sort of have come to find it just so like endearing uh, just because it's just yeah, so but- like I get that. Yeah, no, I get that. I don't hate the. I don't hate a late '90s alt rock sound. I think someone like Darren Korb does that really well. Uh, mm-hmm. I like kind of things that are are a little bit different. I think part of the problem is like it's where it's not self-aware is the issue. It's like, it thinks it's so much cooler than it oh, is. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. the the vocal production, the lyrics, the the whole presentation of it falls and that was one of the appeals of the score it's not riding on like a really strong appealing central melody it's pretty good but like when those other elements of taste that made the rest of the score so strong aren't in display here it's like it's it's hard to find some redeeming value let's move on to a battle theme shall we guys yeah and this one has no vocals so you're safe for a bit here we go (laughs) this is z37 battle
You guys are listening to Z37 Battle, which is probably so far the most dissonant piece of music today. Very interesting. Will, what are your thoughts on this? Um, yeah, it, it's made me realize that I all of the instrumental aspects of all of these tracks are very strong, even in all the vocal songs. Um, yeah. And I think our criticism has to do more, it, it's a broader picture sort of a criticism. Um, but something like this, yeah, I mean, really strong writing. He's an excellent composer. He has a command of harmony, has a command of the virtual tools, and he knows how to tell a story, have moments of contrast, things get quiet, and then they get big, and... Uh, it's very effective battle music and it doesn't fall into the realm of being super cliche. It's not my yeah. favorite piece that we've played today. Uh, it's not always that enjoyable, I guess, to listen to, but there, there is a lot of really unique and innovative uh, things happening here. Maybe just not as much as some of my favorite tracks. Right, yeah. This is an interesting episode because it really does seem like the, the tracks we've been listening to, the instrumental uh, tracks versus the vocal ones, they almost seem like they're from a different game or like a different project. Like th- those vocal ones just really do seem like they have nothing to do with with these tracks. So it's, it's really interesting. Uh, let's move on. Uh, Zach, what do we have? This is a uh, number EX01. Yep. This is the final track of the day featuring vocals. Uh, <laughs> um, and this is also again in German. Uh, okay. But we, but but the vocals don't come until way further in, so you got a good, you know, like about like a minute thirty until the vocals actually do come in. So got it. Let's take a listen. You guys listening to number EX01, um, hopefully you guys heard just a little taste of those vocals coming in. This is composed by Sawano. Um, interesting, yeah. The majority of what we heard didn't have vocals other than that Will, <laughs> Will said at the beginning reminded him of Cruising USA a little bit. Well, no, it's like, I, this track isn't, I guess, my favorite, but it's not because it's like cheesy or anything. No, it's, it's not cheesy. I mean... 
it's just a little odd. Like the vocal melody is kind of annoying and her performance is like, I just, uh, yeah, there's something about it that is just, uh, it, it puts me off in a Doesn't way that I can't quite right, articulate. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it, I guess, again, it's like everything is so cranked up to 11 with his tracks. You have these distorted yeah. guitars and big, heavy war drums and, like, orchestral elements. It's like trying to be as epic as it can be. Right. And then if you have sort of a questionable rock vocal with, like, I don't know, it, it just... It, it's a very, you know, it's a very difficult line to walk, and I think part of, I'll own some of it, that it might just be cultural aesthetic differences, that it's yeah. like, uh, you know, it may, I, th I will admit that I think in the United States we're way too sensitive to, like, something sounding hip or cool or whatever, and I think people should be open to listening to more corny music. But to me, there's a difference between, like, something is so earnest and sweet and corny. Well, to bring it back to this game, I mean, despite our taste and whatever we feel about vocal music, I really do strongly believe that these vocal songs have absolutely nothing to do with the other pieces that he wrote for, for Xenoblade X. I also don't think they have anything to do with Xenoblade. I just I thought they were totally out of place. And uh, I really wish that someone would have told him that. <laughs> you know what? These are great. You can put them on the soundtrack <laughs> CD, but maybe let's not include this you know, in the game. <laughs> That's my take on it, at least. But So, Zach, are we moving on to in the rest of the playlist instrumental? Yes. Yes. Except for the playout track. I forgot also has some vocals, but, you know, You know whatever. what? Will, Will never <laughs> listens to the playout anyway, so you're fine on that. <laughs> The next piece of music is uh, the surrounding area of NLA. Mm -hmm. Let's check it out. You guys are listening to surrounding area of NLA from Xenoblade Chronicles X. This reminds me of like a Japanese James Bond. Yeah, it's um, interesting. I was reminded of actually the Rayman Legends just because the mixture of like the orchestra doing something a little bit on the traditional symphonic side mixed with some of the, the kind of cool percussion groove bed that's happening right. i mean I, not necessarily the synth elements in this track but uh, it kind of reminded me of that like uh christoph Herral 
approach. I really like this track. It's it's very different than the other ones that we've heard. It, um, I mean, I guess it has that eclectic balance of influences, but it feels like it's a little bit more about the composition and less about the production. Um, yeah, Zach, is, it, is this a is this a battle track? No, uh, this is actually the field theme of when you're actually out and exploring the first, I guess, like landmass in the game. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So h- how often would you say, is this a track that you hear for hours in the game? Yes. Wow. <laughs> especially that's, that's good. especially when, when you're first starting out because you don't really are able to get to any of the other, I guess, like, uh, because there, there are like five continents in the game and, mm. and each continent has like their own theme. And this is the first one that you hear. So you're like, you know, you'll be hearing the day and night versions of this track for probably like 20 hours. Well, here's another <laughs> thing that I'll good. say about this game. None of this music feels cliche to video games at all because this doesn't sound like a prototypical, you know, field theme or like no, not at all. BGM track, especially early in the game. If anything, it sounds like something you'd get like, I, I, again, it makes me think of in a traditional game, it would be like a fortress towards the end of the game would have this kind of tone. Um, but I, I get I get that like in film or in anime, um, there there's just different conventions. But yeah, you know, it's like I really any of the things that I feel about the vocal tracks, I kind of give a little bit of a pass to because it, it's so different for games and what he's doing for the most part is working so well in this soundtrack Mm -hmm. and i like that it's different and even if it sometimes gets a little samey in terms of the genres it is going for it's it's very novel in context and think about how much video game music is just going you know rpg music that's like generic dorian mode big orchestra (laughs) fantasy epic and it's kind of like nothing exceptional there's so much of that kind of stuff that happens are really like you know japanese impressionistic piano mixed with rock orchestra there's a lot of that kind of stuff and this is so different and i give it a lot of credit for that i definitely yeah i mean i give this credit i i'm yeah i can't give a pass to any of the vocal stuff the best thing i can do is just try to ignore it and just move (laughs) forward and pretend it didn't happen (laughs) which is what i'm gonna do right now uh it seems like we're moving on to is this another world theme here yep this is luminescent forest i'm excited already Sawano bringing the slap bass. Love it. This is Luminescent Forest. This is really good. This is this is getting back to kind of the beginning of the episode for me. Tracks that I'm just really on board with. 
probably one of my favorites of the day. I think for me so far, this and that mysterious track are probably my my favorites. This is very cool. Tis very cool. Tis tis. <laughs> Will, what's your favorite track of the day? I don't I don't know if we can do a track of the week this week. Well, with these memorable and wonderful titles, uh, I can easily <laughs> tell you no. Uh, I don't remember what. I mean, I, I don't know. I remember overall liking things, but I, there wasn't one that stood out to me necessarily yeah. as my favorite. And I wouldn't remember the title even if there was. <laughs> Probably like one of the third or fourth tracks we played. Yeah, I mean, this episode Something is already around. so unique and weird. Yeah, let's 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 not do track of the week. It, it, it doesn't. I don't even know if it makes sense for this episode. Well, um, we should let Zach choose. What would be your track of the week? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, let's not do uh, that. Which, well, <laughs> well, I mean, mine's. Mine's going to come up in a few tracks. Okay. It's actually near the end for me. But. Oh, cool. Well, that's exciting to hear. Really? So yours yours isn't Black Tar? <laughs> <laughs> whilst I whilst I do unironically love Black Tar, no. <laughs> Good for you. I I strongly believe you should fight for it if you love it. You know, you don't need to. It's not a guilty pleasure. It's you nope. just like it. Good for you. Yep. There's a lot of music that I love, and I don't even need to, like, describe why. I just love it. It doesn't really matter. Um, let's move on. This is Ravine of Lost Memories. Mmm. My imagination's already going wild. Let's check it out. I'm starting to get bored. Yeah, because like this isn't exactly my genre. And in the first half of the episode, I was really floored by the production. Yeah, and then the vocal tracks hit, and that <laughs> I'll admit that was, that was hard. That was that hard. was tough. And recovering from that is um, now I'm just kind of like I, I've lost so much respect <laughs> for someone. No, no, I, I, I just it's I don't feel as engaged. Sure. I think. And I don't know yeah. if it's a bearing on this music or I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just tired. I think this does represent an interesting point in the episode where a lot of this stuff is kind of running together now. Uh, it, it's reminiscent of a lot of the tracks we've heard and it's definitely good. Um, but I'm starting to, yeah, this is all starting to get jumbled in a way. Zach, is there anything that kind of separates this piece of music yeah. for you? I mean, you, you are actually once again speaking to, I think, a frequent criticism of Salano is that he sounds the same in basically mm. every score. Yeah. And I would give you that, except for the fact that people don't listen to, like, his live-action drama scores, which are very jazzy. Uh, and oh. so... Um, so, yeah, like, I do, and, you know, 
and I and I know that you guys mentioned how like you know this isn't like your genre. This isn't what like yeah. you frequently you know look to. Whereas and I just sort of like this game was like my first I guess like real exposure to him, and I and I just fell for this game soundtrack, and then I began to listen to everything else, and mm. I never got bored of it so right you know so for me i actually can like keep listening to this over and over again and never get bored but i totally get those who would though yeah i think for me <laughs> when there's not like a really standout melody after a while i disengage or even if yeah. it's not melody like i don't know if there's some sort of like classical counterpoint or there's some really something different something changing the time but like a lot a lot of this music is it's similarly composed where you have some kind of like drum groove and it's yeah. a feeling when i listen to a lot of like modern film music quite frankly i mean i still yeah. think this is more exceptional than that because i like what he's doing with the production but at the end of the day I, if i'm not if i'm not being captivated by the composition itself i will tend to lose interest and i'm not blaming sawano i'm owning this on myself yeah. but like just listening to you know, over an hour of stuff like that, it, it does get a little taxing <laughs> to me. Yeah, in a way where it's like I just need a really strong melody. You know, right? Yeah, the way also the way that this episode has been ordered, it's been so interesting. Like my view of Sawano has changed so dramatically, <laughs> and it's like gone up and down. It's it's been interesting. All right, well now we're gonna move on to a track called Z question mark field. I don't think we need any context. I'm just kidding. We need context for this. This is this is the thing that plays whenever you go into a cave. Is it pronounced Z field? <laughs> it's you know, Z. I actually I actually have no idea how one is actually meant to pronounce these track titles, but you know what? Let's let's just go with Z field. Z field slash cave. devious you guys listening to z field cave themes so cool this is one of my favorite tracks we've played today this is very outstanding i love the kind of laid back like six eight sort of groove dude that guitar riff is devious af that is really cool yeah it's a good melody interesting production again it's a very standout track in the score doesn't sound like anything else uh, I was, I love even um, the 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 guitar tone that he gets. You get that yeah. very metallic tone of the strings. Um, that it it makes me think of almost like it reminds me of the music from Breaking Bad. You know, has a lot <laughs> of that kind of finger noise and stuff. 
Uh, it's very different kind of gritty, rugged sound than kind of like the nylon string. Yeah. You know, very pure. I'm glad you brought this in, Zach. This is this is yeah. This is is a this cool your one. favorite track? No, uh, the next one is. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, guys, we are going to move on to Zach's favorite track. This is "Land of White" from Xenoblade Chronicles X. Moving on to Zach of the Week. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You guys are listening to Land of White, which is very beautiful. Zach, I really enjoyed, there's almost like a kind of traditional Asiatic folk sound that was mixed throughout, you know, the more modern and kind of glitchy electric sounds. Uh, yeah, so tell us a little bit about why this is your favorite track. Um, I'd say that um, it's mostly just the fact that, like, I was awestruck by, like, the landmass that you come to whenever mm. this track plays. It's basically like a snowy mountainous range but but the snow is actually just like all the pollen from from the trees oh wow cool. and and just this is the night version of the theme um because the day version is actually like it, it's actually way more laid back and not not as many drums and everything it's because mm. when at night all the plants begin to glow and then oh, the percussion cool. comes in as like it has i guess like a more pronounced feature of the track and yeah, i can I mean, really just, see why this that might wow be you, the yeah. track of the, i mean it's really gorgeous it's really cool it, it showcases everything that i've enjoyed about the soundtrack which is the eclectic quirky mix of production of composition uh but a really strong melody in that sort of japanese harmonic sensibility but with these yeah, elements that track. feel kind of western production you know what i think really it's good. fitting let's let's call this the track of the week why not <laughs> we're making up our own rules today anyway no, we we must call it the zack of the week the zack of the oh, week geez. we'll do it <laughs> all right this is the last track of the day here folks uh, this is land of black and so i'm expecting the polar opposite of what i just heard let's see what happens
Well, guys, this is this is Land of Black. This has been our look at Xenoblade Chronicles X. By way of a favorites with Zach. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So yes, if you want to support us on Patreon, you hacked our and show. Come on Zach. our podcast, and <laughs> you don't have to play nothing but Xenoblade X music. You know, you could do something else. Um, yeah, I could have, but then you know, I wouldn't have been able to show you Black Tar. I will say, we still have veto power. I mean, no, it was not like yes. required by law <laughs> that exactly. we do what our patrons we, say. I will say, we were morbidly curious. And I'm glad we did this because oh, this I had was a so great much fun. time. This is one of my favorite favorites with friends episode but truly, that we've ever but, done. But Zach, I want you to know that the episode started off as like, wow, this is surprisingly great music. I'm really relieved. Followed by, this is hilariously terrible. <laughs> so yeah, it really no, covered that- it all. Yeah, no, that was the goal, really, was just to, you know, get, um, although I, I think I lost my bet, though, because I think you guys oh. only hated, like, like I think, like, three tracks. Yeah, so, you know, I think that's, <laughs> wow, okay, well, you gotta be happy, though, that it was less than what you thought. Y- y- yeah, I mean, this has, this has been actually really fun for me, just, just because you guys have now actually validated this soundtrack for the internet. <laughs> wow, I didn't yeah. realize we had that power. Oh, no, I didn't realize that's what we were doing today. In my mind, tremble before me, internet. (laughs) (laughs) So, Zach, are you saying that now we're gonna get emails from people that are mad that we said too many nice things about it? Uh, Probably just the two guys that were on the VGMDB forums for this soundtrack arguing (laughs) back and forth over who hated it more. That's hilarious. No, I enjoyed it. I think it's. I think it's a really good soundtrack. I give it a thumbs up. And in all seriousness, we do want to thank all of our lovely patrons for their support. And um, one of the fun things that happens on Patreon as a reward is you can come on the podcast on the Favorites with Friends episode. And typically what people have done is shared uh, a wide variety of tracks from different video games. But we we thought this was a nice example of what else you can do with that episode. And so we're all ears. <laughs> you know, if someone else has another idea of, of how they want to approach their episode, that's, you know, really cool. This was a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to play you guys out with Don't Worry, which Zach tells us is another vocal track. And Will's going to keep his tradition of not listening. No, I think he's probably going to listen to it this time. I'll, um, I'll listen to it yeah, if I have yeah, to. Yeah. And we also have, for the next two weeks, we have Patreon episodes coming. So two more Patreon episodes coming, um, not really? Xenoblade related. When are we going to yes. get to my ideas? I have lots of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got some actual, some some huge um, heavy hitting topics coming up. Some long overdue topics, I will say. So Oh, some Patreon suggested episodes. Patreon suggested episodes. But what about yes, Will yes. suggested episodes? I called <laughs> you like last week and I'm like, I have got great ideas and you're like, I'll consider them, and I yeah, haven't heard anything since. He would send me like paragraph text, and I would respond everyone just with, "Sounds good, man." Okay. How about you develop it a little <laughs> bit more and get back to me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited about this potential. I'll let you know. All right, Zach. Thanks so much for joining us, man, and for all your work on this. No problem. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, we had a great time. Indeed. When we will see you. At next Megfest, if not sooner. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We'll see you around the Discord. Play you out with Don't Worry. That's it. Oh, I also wanted to mention before we go, uh, I I know many of us have have done this, but uh, one thing that we haven't plugged in a while is if you're enjoying the show, uh, we would really be honored if you would rate and review our podcast on iTunes or Apple Podcasts because it does make a difference it does help people to uh 
find and discover the show. And I'm really happy that our show has kind of an aggregate um, of all the reviews is still five stars. Obviously, we've Very had proud people that. that have not <laughs> rated it that, but um, it's kind of mostly at that level. So we would hope to keep that going, but obviously we want you to be honest. <laughs> Let's keep the positivity going, guys. Thanks for all your support in any capacity. That's about it. My name is Carl Brueggemann. And I'm Will Brueggemann. Have a great week, everybody. Peace out. Peace out.